0: Just Be in Earnest podcast is proudly presented by Traeger Grills. And if I'm just being Earnest, I love my Traeger. I had one before they wanted to sponsor the podcast. I'm a day one Traeger guy. Okay. I got the eight eighty five little joints, a hot little piece. It's so easy to use, and everything I cook tastes amazing. Specifically, my bacon bush light beer soaked brown sugar bacon burgers, <clears throat> which is my specialty. I absolutely love my Traeger. It's so simple, versatile, and has a superior flavor from cooking with 100% natural wood. This barbecue season, grill with flavor. Grill with a Traeger wood pellet grill. Once you experience Traeger wood fire taste, you will not want to go back to cooking with gas and charcoal. Just how it is. Traegers are easy to use. There's no need to constantly prod, poke, and flip your food. Just load up the hopper with 100% natural wood pellets. Set your cooking temperature like you would an oven and let Traeger's signature heat and smoke do the rest. Look with Traeger six and one versatility, you can do it all. We're talking about grilling, smoking, baking, roasting, braising, and barbecuing. From burgers to brownies, everything in between. Pulled pork to pizza, you guessed it. Okay, smoke cocktails. There's no limit to what a Traeger can do.
1: Again, I, I don't. I think that mushrooms could be used as a medicine mm. and not as a drug. Right. You know. And if we would allow them to be legalized, the amount of research and, and things that would come out—do we could do so much with that? Right. Could, but again, big pharma is going to shut that down as long as they can. The same reason big pharma wants to doesn't like the IV world because there's things that are treating people that aren't medications that they can make money off of. Exactly. Just in earnest.
0: Just be in earnest, just be in earnest, just be in earnest. What's up, Bobo? What's up? How are you? Good, how are you? Good, dude. We've been rolling for 10 minutes.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, just missing me?
0: I told him I was going to do a solo pod and I was really happy to get to talk to him about some things, but forget that and here you are.
1: Yeah, I showed up. I just invited (laughs) myself in here. That's good.
0: This is overdue. This is way overdue.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, just use it as an excuse to hang out too. It's kind of the best way. Exactly. To it, I know? love hanging out with you. Yeah, dude, you're
0: so you're so fun to talk with. Ooh. I How's mean, that? prove me wrong. But uh, <laughs> I mean, ho- hopefully, hopefully, I can uh, uh, I can I can keep it up. You are. I uh, described you before you got here is like the mayor of it Nashville. Ooh, the mayor of it. Yeah, I'm the governor. <laughs> yeah okay okay fair, fair no no, fair. no but the way I, the way I see it is like for all the all the cool shit that's going on on the city like um, you know M Street to being able to help out Titans players which you'll go in and talk about yeah. and other athletes like you're in the mix and you're a great guy to know and I'm happy I'm happy you're here in this city making oh, a dent yeah, man. instead of somewhere else making a dent
1: yeah I, it's cool you know I try to stay with my ear to the ground the best I can you know with my company and everything I try to know let's what's get, going on let's get that in your- Trying to know what's going on and uh, make out with it a little bit. Be comfortable though. I yeah, you just I mean, sat down. I feel, I feel it pretty around. good. You good? I mean, I feel good. Okay, yeah. great, dude. You know, look good, I feel took good, off the play good. it's So hot in here, and it's just hot with headphones. Yeah, I had a, a hoodie on earlier and walked outside, and I was like, "What the?" You were wearing a hoodie home? for the fit, though. It, it was all about the fit. <laughs> I was mean, it it a black hoodie. Yeah, it was a it was a pullover, and it just said irritate on the thing. But oh, either way. Figured I'd show the brand like, eh, a little and better. And your biceps, yeah,
0: well, and your triceps. You got to keep
1: them guessing. Got to keep them guessing. That's right.
0: So, anyways, all right. When did you move to Nashville?
1: I moved to Nashville in two thousand eight, in fall of two thousand eight, with a buddy of mine who you, Sam, mm-hmm. uh, Sam Hunt, who you're good buddies with too, and you've heard a lot her. with. You, you never heard of her? Yeah, <laughs> you wrote one or two with, him, maybe yeah, yeah. something like that. You moved here with Sam, yeah. You Sam were part of all the Montevello movement, yeah, yeah. All right, let's dig because we played uh, football in college together, and then just both decided like let's just do something different. I had gotten hurt and couldn't play. He had just graduated. How
0: many years did you play? Three, three. Yeah. In what position? Receiver. And he was a quarterback. Yeah. Oh, so y'all were linked up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, yeah. dude, I didn't even know this. Yeah. I was all. I'm literally just getting to know my boy. That's already my let's boy. go. So, um. Okay, so you went, and where was that at?
1: At UAB in UAB. Birmingham. yeah. Sam stud. Oh, uh, well, he might listen to this, so I can't juice him up too much. He was good, though. Good man. quarterback? Man, he's a heck of an athlete, man. Yeah. He's such, uh, so athletic, yeah. He was really good, and he had a chance to play in the league a little bit and kind of gave that up, and that's when we started talking about, like, what's the next move? What's the next move? Right. And he had talked about music, but I was kind of the one that was like, let's just do it, man. Like, fuck it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. time to make a change. It's time to do something different. Like, I wanted something different. And he was like, "All right, like I was planning on moving anyway, and you're gung ho about it now. Let's just do it. So right. we moved up here, and then we all valet park cars where at that's what my brother does right now uh he valeted uh at the hospital with John Worthington, and I got a job with uh town park I was at the at like Marriott uh-huh. uh, and I was at the hotel scene.
0: did you and brad Clawson ever? Park together. Right, close. We might have. I yeah, don't no, know. I, I was after Anyways, okay, so you and Sam hunt parking cars. Parking cars. Well, was he just getting in the mix
1: writing? Yeah. The like... Boy. Shout out, UAB. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I just put him on blast on, on this thing. There Damn. he is. That That is oh, oh, oh there he Dang. is, dude. What, dude, you look like so many things.
0: Yeah, I'll, yeah, start, with a, I'll start with a
1: strong wow. thumb. Well, wow. hey, you look wow. like a fucking thumbs up, dude, bro. I've I, I not, I don't even know what that picture is. Man, look at that. That picture is creatine. am I flexing my, am I flexing my trice my traps? You're like, flexing your neck. Am dude. I sitting like this? You look like a ninja. I look turtle. uncomfortable. <laughs> you do look uncomfortable. I look uncomfortable. I look like I, I look your like I'm constipated. Like maybe. Double
0: wide. I look very uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Well, we saw my college baseball picture. I think we're all kind of probably in the same. Um, were you? What was your 40 time? Were you fast? That
1: was pretty fast. Yeah, like four four. Yeah, sub so four five, five four four, four five. 4.4, 4.5. Probably four Huge. five. Were yeah. you a starter? Yeah, I actually, I was until I got hurt. Yeah. What kind of hurt? Blew my ankle out. Dang, yeah. You uh, are you injury
0: prone? I mean, oh, you just had come kn- on! I mean, yeah. You just had knee surgery. I just had, had yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Anybody who's around me, anybody who ever hears this will be like, that dude has got more injuries than anybody. I always was injured. I was injured in college. I was, well, I got injured after college. I'm always hurt. I always got an ice bag or some wrap. That like, sucks. I, I don't know how. I mean, it's probably going to start happening, but I never, I've never had like a crazy injury. Yeah, I think a lot of mine too is I always push my body like. I'm still 18 19. Yeah. And remember that like I'm not I'm 34, so probably should not do everything. Yeah, but you're in better shape than most 34. I'm I'm in the
0: same shape as a 52 year old.
1: <laughs> you know. What hey, I'm what saying? a like, hell
0: of a 52 year old Good looking 52. I mean a
1: stud of a 52 year old. If I look like old, this
0: if I'm 52, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Exactly. I'm sorry Delaney. I'll stick around. Yeah, she there. would look at me like she'd hit me in the arm. Like, you're gonna be here after fifty-two. You're gonna live forever. Yeah, <laughs> especially if I keep getting
1: these IVs. I was gonna say uh, if I have anything to do with that, you'll definitely live past fifty-two.
0: Yeah, so we know. So we know a little bit about obviously Sam's career, but so how long were you
1: in Nashville before? Like, what were you doing? Well, I went to uh actually went to nursing school when I got up here. Finished that. Worked in a hospital in an ICU for two years went back to anesthesia school that's a three-year program just under three years did that and then started doing anesthesia for open heart surgery for four years and about halfway through that this whole time i'm like you know i'm in the like most of my friends do music so i'm like kind of ear to the ground with the music scene like that's who i pretty much hang out with kind of grew up in this community around like a lot of the the artists in town who've like started to become more successful over the last four to five years i feel like that's who I used to run around I mean, town with. Mitch, like right. we were all like, you know, partying and hanging out and like in the social scene of like a bunch of just broke kids running around trying to figure life out ten or years that. ago, you know? Yeah. And uh which was really cool. It was cool to kind of be a part of that movement, but be the medical guy. Right. So like no one ever had to I never like I was able to like really create uh good friendships through that time because I never had anything to gain or I was never in competition. It yeah, was
0: never the weird is oh, want, you got a cut. One
1: out of me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or like, I, no one ever. I wasn't getting like. I wasn't like, hey, you want to ride with me? Right. It was like, if we're gonna be friends, we're gonna be friends. So I got yes. to cultivate like a lot of good, genuine relationships through that, which is great. Great, gotta be.
0: Hey, what up, my followers? I'm excited to announce that I've partnered with Kong Beer Bong to create this special edition Kong for Just Be in Earnest. They go on sale this Friday, so make sure to get yours while supplies last. And then go up for a bong.
1: Yeah, it was, and I was just in a unique position too (laughs) where I got to meet those people because normally my path would never cross with a lot of the music community because medicine and music, as close as they are and as big as they are in Nashville, you just don't intertwine as much. Right. We had our close, new, close uh, knit group of friends and kind of got to know a lot of people in the music community and kind of saw how that worked. And I saw how the travel life was and the schedule was and how rigorous it is. And like, is this like Van, Sam's brother, was with you. Through the whole time, yeah, or? yeah, because he yeah. was in he had because I met him when he was fifteen. I had like gone back okay. to, like Sam's property and like we were like in college and Van was like a fifteen year old kid. There's like right. I wish we could find a picture to to put up because Van's, Van, Van's my age. Yes, yeah, yeah. So and Van so Van's my business partner and he's Sam's younger brother. There's a picture of us on his porch. I need to find it. Yeah, he's fifteen. You. We've got guns in our hands. Like yes. I'm like. Twenty years old he's or nineteen Sam's twenty like it's such a good picture because it's the first weekend I met van uh-huh. and then I think about now how like you know he's probably the closest person to me in town and and, mm-hmm. and outside of town too and we work together we've built this company together and it's so cool to think like that whole thing started as us like me meeting him Just as like rascals. a little, as like a little high school kid yeah
0: it's so cool yeah that I mean that's a way bigger conversation to have because like I've mentioned on here before the way I met Delaney was meeting. Her 15 year old, 16 year old brother, when I was 20, at a studio four buildings down to meet a friend to buy an eighth of weed from. And (laughs) Matt was our mutual friend. Yeah. Yeah. And we became best friends immediately. And like, then I just became part of their family like overnight. And now look. So cool
1: how that stuff works out. 10 years
0: later, here we are. And I'm four buildings down from where we met. And it all
1: started. That's so cool. That's such a cool thing. You know, this whole community of people and this whole city, the way it moves and like, I always tell people you're about one, maybe two degrees of separation away from everybody in this city. Scary. So it's also like, you gotta watch your Tighten shit, you how, watch how you speak to people and treat people. I mean, you should be a good person anyway, but in this town, people see through bullshit, mm-hmm. number one. And number two, you're so close to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you think, oh, well, I'll never meet this person. I'll never come and con- you're two degrees of separation away from that person. You're about to meet them. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're, as you're one as you say. You're one gonna- birthday party away, one cocktail hour away, one dinner away, one yes. event away, one game away from literally knowing that person. Like, and, and that—that's what I tell people, man. You gotta be careful. Which is, while you got to be careful, yes, that's also the hope
0: uh, that that like keeps us doing. It yeah, 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 like, yeah. As on my side of the table. As a writer and as an artist, where relationship and, and both of us both of our careers rely heavily on rela- on for relationships. For sure, for sure. So while also you don't know who you're gonna run into, so watch your mouth. Also, you don't know who you're gonna run into. So always just show up. <sighs> Whether it be in a writing room, like I've said on right here before, show up. Yep. Uh if you go to invi- invite us, I'm not I'm not like a social butterfly, so to speak. Like I like yeah. hanging at home and if I go have a drink, it's probably in the day. I'm not yeah, being yeah, Broadway yeah. at night guy. Right. But there's some things where I just have to suck it up and go show up to because you just never know.
1: You never know. Like I'm big on mental health and doing the things that like protect that and, and and you know, taking your time for yourself and stepping away and like meditation. All these things that are like cultivating a good mental health capacity. But you got to be a yes person, especially in Nashville, man. You just got to show up to the event, like go to this stuff. Yep, like you don't have to be at the bars at two a.m. You ain't meeting nobody at two a.m. No. Like not not nobody that you know nobody cared <laughs> <laughs> for business for business <laughs> maybe bitten ass but not yeah, business yeah
0: bitten ass <laughs> but ah uh,
1: uh-uh. but but as far as like this town like you got to show up and stuff like because th- you just you're so you're like you said you're 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 about to meet somebody yeah you know which is super cool and that's kind of how I always. Tried to find this balance back to what we were talking about in the operating room. So I'd be in the operating room and I'd be showing up to everything, Mm. showing up to everything. I'd go on the road with Sam or I'd I'd, you know hang out with other artists around town and I'd get to know people. And my goal—I really had no goal in mind other than making friends. It just happened to be the people I connected with. And then what kind of happened was after a couple years of being in the hospital, I was tired of being like, you know, I don't know who I was going to see this, but I was tired of being a bitch. Like, yeah. I worked my ass off every day. I worked so hard. And there was no, and the incentive was stripped away. So I just worked really hard. And they'd be like, okay, cool. You work really hard. You're really good. We're just going to give you more work. Yeah. Not more money, Not but more, more work. More, yeah. You know, same money, more work. Yeah. And it got kind of tiring. And, um, you know, Van and I had talked about, what do we, we need to start a company. Man, we went through a list of different, like, just these, like, hot topic ideas. Man, with a smoothie truck. Like, we yeah. talked about all kinds yeah. of things. Of course. And nothing really ever hit. And then we started looking at, like, the road life of an artist. Mm-hmm. You know? And and we saw like, I mean, anybody who's ever been on a tour in any capacity, whether it's the artist, the band, stage crew, like any of those guys, girls, whatever, you know it is tough. Yeah. Like we, like it's anybody job. before I ever had had any was privy to it, like I thought it was like, man, that's the life. Like you just go rock star. Go to bed, wake up the next day, just chill, have some tea. Yeah. Like wrong. Somebody makes you an omelet, brings it to you. Like yeah. you stretch sometimes. Well, you're <laughs> not wrong
0: about everything you just mentioned. There's just a lot of other things. Exactly, I mean, but it doesn't. But it's not as ele- it doesn't.
1: Getting, it's not as pretty as right. you think. It's it not is. all. It's not all that's happening. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's like all that stuff, but by the way, you're going to do a ton of phoners. You're going to meet these people. You're just yeah. meeting great here. Radio's you got to have this forward, radio. You're going to drink for an hour and a half. Exactly. And you got to meet this guy. And then all of a sudden, you've got to go turn it back on and do a show, but you just had four or five bourbons, and you're like, hey, yeah. I, I'm trying to appease everybody all yeah. the time. This segment's called muscle memory. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Cra- Dude, like going from that mode to just snapping it in, and then you got to do a show, and I've done it, and then seen so many people do it. That is like It's not even a skill. That's like a freakish miracle.
1: It's (laughs) it's literally like, it's almost like a God given talent. Like it really is like to be able to party and be on like this, like you're looking in their eyes and Mm -hmm. you you got all these, these five or 10 radio people that you're like connecting with. And then it's like, all right, I've got to change who I am a little bit back to big stage, big stage earn. Yeah. Like I go from, Intimate earn to big stage earn. And it's like in a matter of like 20 minutes, you know, this radio thing ends, meet and greet. Go get your ears on. Stage, on and boom, take you're on stage, second, by yes. the way. And, and that, it's not for the faint of heart, for sure. I mean, I could have, I never could have done that. But I saw a need there. And I mm-hmm. saw how guys would come off the road and you'd be so worn down, so beaten down. For three days and, and start over. And those three days, are, are a lot of times guys writing days. Yep. They're their family days. Or vocal. They're their personal days. Vocal rest day, like yeah. or they're in the studio day, like yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You, you They're, they're gotta like write you're, and go to the studio. There's and hang out other with things your wife going on, days. but the road is draining. You're, I mean, mm-hmm. especially like when you're when you're a newer artist um, and you don't get to sleep in the back of a tour bus that's got a king size bed or a right. queen size bed. You're sleeping in a van or you're sleeping in a, a red roof inn yeah. or you're sleeping. And even once you get the to tour bus style you're still you're sleeping in a coffin so it's like you know yes. you're not it's not like it's not the same you, at it's all It's not it's not like sleeping in your home bed I like sleeping in a bus
0: but like it beds better Exactly 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 <laughs> The the rumble of a bus is
1: nice so but white noise machine But you can do that <laughs> at home yeah Yeah So we saw like that that there was a place that I could kind of bring my my medical knowledge to the forefront of the artist community Right So you know, because you want to be on, too, like, you, for your fans by the next week. But you also want to be home, on when you're home with your family, your girlfriend, your kids, whatever. Yes. And so that's when I, I had talked to Van about this, and I kind of pitched this out to him, and he was, like, all in. You know, and he was really tied to the music community, too. He had kind of cultivated a little. He was doing some other—he had another job at the time, but— Did he have any medical background? Or none at all. Gotcha. None at all. So he's a finance major. So, like, gotcha. I brought him—I kind of got him involved— because I, he does a lot of the business stuff that CEO. is over my yeah. head. Yeah, like he kind of runs CFO. CFO. So he kind of runs all the business. Like I have no idea what's going on, on that on that side of stuff half the time. He just kind LSD kinda, CFO LSD. Basically LSD. the same thing. What is this? What am I looking at right you here? I can't find the balcony picture or the porch picture that you're talking about. But here is, is that the, us? This is you guys with uh. Ralph oh wow, Ralphie. 30 Ralphie. 30. That's, That's definitely outside of R-I-P, R.I.P. Ralphie. Yeah. Did wow. he, he passed away, right? Ralphie yeah. may passed away, right? R. P. Man, that's old picture. Man, you still wearing that? the same 2013, hat. 2013. <laughs> man, yeah. Look at you, dude. Just... I look. Man, <laughs> you got the
0: same hat. Same.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm the same cat. Say. Wow. Consistency. Who's, who's in between you and Ralphie? Uh, that's John Worthington. That's uh, Sam's tour manager. That's right. So me, John, and Sam moved to Nashville together. And then uh, Van is my business partner. That's crazy. Where did y'all live
0: when you first moved here?
1: Germantown. It ain't the Germantown. You know it. We got robbed twice. We got robbed twice in the first month. Welcome to Nashville. And that's that's 2012,
0: 13?
1: Oh, eight. Hey. Why'd you move to Germantown? <laughs> Nobody told it. Hey we we had we had like this All right, it was a dope it's spot. A full little hit place three, bed, uh, three bedroom, two and a half bath. we had Viking cookware, like all the oven and stove. It's yes. so nice. Paid 1,600 a month. Yeah <laughs> that right there tells you something's off. I know were you something's off oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that <laughs> cr- like, We all
0: know the Kroger. yeah you can't, know, you can't go to that Kroger. no, okay, yeah, because wow, dude, Germantown in '8 that was yeah. the sound stadium was even there. <laughs> there was nothing over Look there.
1: Look at you, dude. You're a local. We right. basically founded Germantown. Yeah. <laughs> we named it actually we Germantown. Are, it it, it had a different Germant- name before we got here. We actually named it. That's hilarious. Dang, so you are here for the flood.
0: Yeah. So two years into Nashville, had you started your business yet or were you still
1: kind of... No, was, we didn't. You were still at the hospital. We, this company didn't start until 2017, really. So we started doing like, so basically we, we had taken all these relationships we had built and we're like, hey, we can help. We can help y'all. Like, be more optimized, make it easier. So like what we did is we took all of our clients that we kind of had, or all of our friends, they weren't clients yet. Right. And said like, let us try some stuff like do an IV, see how you feel like doing some of this vitamin, some of our vitamin cocktails. And people were like, Hey, I, I feel a lot better. Like I do feel more rested. I feel more productive when I'm home. I want to be an IV Guinea pig. How do I sign up for that? I know. Right. Well, <laughs> try what the Guinea pig started a while back, yeah. you know, now we've kind of figured out what works. Yes. And then we kind of, combine that piece of it with this idea of a rock doc which anybody who's ever been on tour knows that like a rock doc is the guy that shows up on your bus when you're sick probably in a cowboy hat because it's country music and he like loves country music he got a cowboy boots on he's got a tucked in button up into a belt buckle yeah straight straight leg jeans yeah and he's the doctor and he says yeah well you're sick you know and you're like yes sir and he says all right well here's Here's an antibiotic, here's a Z pack and a steroid shot or a steroid dose pack. And that's all we're going to do. And you pay them anywhere from a thousand to three grand, depending on how big of an artist you are. It's really how you pay them. These guys are making. And what we did is we were like, hey, we can get rid of that altogether. Yeah. What we did is we said, hey, you just become a client of ours and we have a history and physical on you. Now, when you're in Portland, Oregon playing a show, we can just call a script in for you and the runner can grab it or your tour manager or whoever's with you can just grab it. And you don't have to see anybody yeah so we were like this is what we're gonna do this makes sense like this is like gonna work for people revive that was the original company name revive with a capital iv i mean we just picked a name too we were like let's just throw a name because we need to get this company going yeah and then as we kept going down that path we were like man this is kind of cheesy
0: what's erite
1: mean so erite is the name of the company yes. now it's greek and means excellence of any kind so, we wanted to build a company. We have a facility sauna. we're building in Green Hills now that'll have like cryotherapy, hyperbaric chamber, infrared sauna, light therapy, peptide therapy. Losers and start going to this place. Exactly. Exactly. Sure, what are you doing? Just going to get a little cryo
0: piece yeah. this afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> you busy? No, I can't. No, I can't. I'm I can't go to losers cryo.
1: today. I'm going to get healthy.
0: I really should might
1: not uh, I'm, I'm
0: really gonna pro- I'm really gonna probably make you
1: <laughs> it's good dude I, is there a membership thing yeah there'll be memberships and oh, stuff it'll cool. be open in like July August probably July hopefully Let's go. yeah I'm pumped so but that was a big thing is like we started doing it for these artists and it, like we didn't even we were working out of my, out of my house right. like it was like oh shoot and it started to kind of take off and then my buddy so I'm, I'm good buddies with Eric Decker who at the time had just signed to play with the Titans right and He was like, hey, the IV thing that you're doing, you think you can do it for me? I used to get him in Denver. I think it would be cool if you did it. And I was like, I don't know anything about IV formulations for athletes, but I can do some research and and I can try some stuff and we can kind of see how it works. So all through camp, we did random IV formulas with him and tried to figure out what was best and kind of found a niche there. And then he was like, all right, well, I'm going to tell some of the other guys about you. And then next thing you know, we had like eight Titans guys getting IVs every week. And I was like, they come by your spot. Well, at the time we would, we would, we, we, we would go to them because yeah. I like it, we would go to Decker's place or mm-hmm. we'd go, they would come get it at the team hotel. Cause we'd just fly. I just fly wherever the team was and do IVs on the road. Right. And, uh, we kind of found out that like, man, these athletes might be bigger than what we like. This whole thing was built around country music because that's what we knew. But now it's like, these athletes are really demanding a, a lot. So over the last like three years, ever up until from 2017 is when we started working with athletes up until now. So almost four years, I guess four years. Yeah. Um That's so sick. Bro. We we work with probably, you know, 60 some odd, 70, 80 NFL guys all probably. around the all around the country. Yeah, not even just Titans guys. We got guys all over the country now. And I know
0: you and Gronk are boys. Gronk's the homie, man. Yeah. Gronk's a good dude. So you you're um you're responsible for his comeback. Put that on the record. Yeah. <laughs> Bobo's responsible for Gronk's comeback. Yeah. you heard it here on Just Be in Earnest. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Here's your
1: clip. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Here's your clip. Yeah, if only he said that. No, like he he had a lot of things that played into that. Just to be be on a serious note, he had a lot of things that went into it. I I I do think the that what we do definitely help. I mean, I know for a fact it helps him recover better. Mm. It helps a lot of people recover better. You know what? I, I've seen it change these athletes' recovery abilities and, and the thing is, it's all it, it's all legal and to me it's like, I always give this example to guys like and, and in anything, you know, if you were in real estate and owned like 10 homes and you were making a million dollars a year profit and you were like, man, how do I make more money? How do I make more money? Well, what you're going to do is you're going to take part of that million dollars and you're going to buy another house because mm-hmm. that's what's making your money. So you're going to spend part of the million to then make more on the back end. And that's right. what I tell guys all the time too is reinvesting into yourself is only going to make you more money on the back. Scared
0: money don't make money. True. Yeah.
1: So that, that, the athlete thing's kind of blown up over the last, really over the last two and a half years. It's like, I'm all over the country. Like, and we do, we do stem cells and exosome therapy and like all kinds of regenerative medicine. Look at you. D Hen. What's up boy.
0: That's a big boy, huh? Yeah. He's a big dude. I got to get him on the podcast too.
1: Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. We, uh, L- last year, I worked out with him a bunch. Um, yeah,
0: notice you haven't.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if y'all have pulled up any of his dude, workout dude, clips uh, lately. Where's but he at?
0: He's working out with.
1: Um, he works out with Sanders Fit yeah, out, out in Dallas.
0: Yeah, dude, I just couldn't even be in that room while he's doing it. Like it would ru- not that I would just be. I just would sit and watch and just. be dude. like, that's a titan. Dude, that's my running back.
1: Dude, that man. The <laughs> thing is about the that's thing is about Derek, back, and I'll dude. say this, and I'll say I'd say it over and over. That man works harder. Than just about anybody, like yeah. that dude, he works like a dog. Yeah. Like he'll get into, like he work, he works so hard, like, and he takes a lot of pride in the way he works and the way he pushes himself. Yeah, I he's mean, just s- look at this specimen, dude. Look at this. This is the one that went super viral. Oh it's yeah. Dude, and that's not easy to do. Dude, like, that's a running say, back. That's what I'm saying. That's man. not any other. That's not people have to tackle him. He ain't tackling people. That's one of the that's one of my favorite things about being around Derek is his energy also, and the way he works is, is also absolutely. That's, oh, so that's his trainer. OK,
0: <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, that's,
1: that's Sanders. Yeah, dude. I mean Yoke City. Yeah. It's so cool, man. Like what? That's that's another reason I've really liked I've really liked working with a lot of the athletes is that, that man, they they take a lot of pride in the way they work and the what what they put in their bodies. And it's just been super cool to kind of like build that connection and rapport with them because they appreciate these small changes and stuff and, and they can they can experience it on the field or in their recovery or in their workouts or at home with their families. You know, and I think there's a lot of stuff that that we do that 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 helps a lot of people out, not even just athletes. I work right. with a lot of business people too, just right. on like being more mentally sharp and and um Well, you know, Hardy got his IV
0: during a podcast. Yeah,
1: like yeah. So
0: that's one. Me just absolutely hurting when we do hangover
1: stuff it. too. Like it, a, it,
0: that's 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 my
1: extent. But I'm just saying, stuff. it definitely worked it stuff. definitely works for hangover Hundred percent works like it's I I miracle. Cause I tell people like, they're like, Well, I feel hundred percent. No, you won't feel hundred percent. You just got hammered last night. But if you felt like 30%, you're going to go to like 75, which is functional. I haven't felt
0: 100% since like seven or eight years old, dude. Yeah. So if we can get back up to 60. Yeah. We're,
1: we're cooking. We're
0: cooking. <laughs> it's a great day to be alive. I got a big O V, V, but before it's an I. See what I did there? Oh, he was prepared with that one. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I can freestyle, though. I can freestyle. um, so, Dude, okay. So <laughs> I can freestyle. Uh, just a little flex. I can freestyle. Yeah, um, just tell y'all. That I'm... I'm so mind blown by the growth of that though, but that it just started with, let's start a business, and now it's like everyone knows about this business in town and in the and it's throughout the
1: week. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, was it, like, more, was it more of a need than you even expected? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I had no idea we'd be here. Yeah, like it was really just an idea that we saw kind of a need and thought, man, we might this might be something for people. I really thought it would. Take off more in the music industry than it did, but it, it it took off probably more than I expected there, I guess too. But the athlete world, just because there's such a uh, what's the word a uh, a barrier to entry, yeah. you know, a barrier to entry with the athletes because they don't trust people so much. Regular, you're putting stuff in their body, so basically every time we I work with any of those guys, they're basically saying, "I trust you that I will never fail a drug test," and there there's a huge like intimacy there of like. I'm really genuinely trusted you with my career, with my family right. because a positive test affects everything. Right. So that's, what's been good about like the word of mouth amongst the league and, and, and around, around professional athletes is that they, they just kind of grow it themselves. So I don't, I don't, cause I don't really like to sell people on stuff. Like I'll sell people on sleep and drinking water and, and that kind of thing that I'm not making money off of. But otherwise I like people just to, to, if, if you like what, results you're getting then share it and and the league thing has just been it's been wild it's been it's been a ride it's been a true ride is
0: it just football or do you have any other athletes like <laughs> would you want to get hooked up a mookie or something 100 yeah but like we don't have, we don't yeah. work with any baseball guys that's what i'm wondering
1: we don't work with any baseball guys really we work with a couple couple nba guys and some nhl guys yeah. um but we don't we don't have any we have no active baseball guys right now I so don't.
0: what like What's the difference between like before a game, like a pregame bag or a day before yeah. the game? Like what what all's going in to that f- to, to prep somebody?
1: Right. It's a whole lot of like anything that's uh, inflammation reduction for sure, but also a whole lot of like um, uh, upregulating type amino acids. I'm not going to share all my secrets mm-hmm. on the pod, but a whole yeah. lot of amino acids. We do a couple things that are that are um, cellu- cellular regenerative type things. I, I try to be uh, cautious in what I say and don't say, but yeah. um, we do a whole lot of things that basically pre-game, we ramp your body up and prime it to like produce maximal output and and um, uh, maximal endurance. Or mm-hmm. Maximum endurance. Not maximal. Maximum endurance. And then the day after a game, what we do is we do things to shut your body down and down-regulate and recover as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. So it's like rev your system up, prime your body with certain Concoctions of amino acids, vitamins, um, minerals, um, and a couple other different molecules and things that we use to kind of prime the system up. And then on the back end, it's like, all right, we take out the specific things that are more uh, engine revving and we do things that downregulate and shut your system down. So you you get into that recovery phase faster.
0: That's amazing. Which is super cool. Especially with the... The lack of days between games is is crazy for how much your body goes through on a Sunday, and then to then maybe have to play a Thursday game or something. You know, it's
1: unreal, dude. I don't know how they do it. You just put a, you put your body through a lot. I, I have a lot of respect for hockey guys too because oh, they, God. you know they they put their bodies through it and they're playing two and three games a week and their travel schedules are ridiculous. Yes, and a lot of those guys have families and you're trying to balance that. Like, man, yeah, like. And that that's tough. That's tough. I don't know how those guys do it, but the, the Red Wings were all out playing golf the day before the Predators kicked their ass. They all. Hey, that's the thing about hockey, guys. Well, they can party too. They can. <laughs> well, they the they, they know how to they know how to balance, but they they can like they can go game. <laughs> the boys know how to party. That's dude. a good point. They can go game party game and just yeah. be like, nah.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: hockey is. That's one of those like.
0: You got yeah. You got to be able to turn one up. Just, yeah, dude. I wish every sport allowed fights. Like I know oh, baseball so kinda. Like, I
1: was thinking about that But that like,
0: day. all right, yeah. so did you see the what's the NFL podcast where it's like four it's like uh Ocho Cinco's part of Oh, I am athlete. Right? Yeah. And they were talking about the Cortland Finnegan uh Andre Johnson fight Andre Johnson, fight. Johnson yeah. fight. Like, let that go. You know, like that don't would be don't sick. kick anybody out. Like I love Cortland Finnegan, but if he's chirping and if if he Who wants to start hands. a fight, which he's wanting to do
1: let him catch these hands. Catch some
0: hands, and he's gonna. He would have thrown hands back.
1: It would have been but sick. But that's that's the issue. Though. Oh yeah, here it goes. Ooh, ooh, shove, shove. Ooh. Oh, oh, take it. Should never take that. That's the one before. Now, yep. now we're gonna get serious. Look, they don't even they don't even like know what's going on in the play. They're literally just going at each other. Yeah, they they didn't care. They, they're not even oh, concerned. Dude,
0: yeah, I mean. He- <laughs>
1: Coral is clapping, but he also got hit so hard in the ear, dude. I know. He's he's clapping because he doesn't know where he's at. He thinks Shut he's in up. he thinks he's in church. He only, hey he hey, only, that was great, Pastor. He only heard that clap out of
0: one ear. Exactly. For sure. Jeff All right, I think I know why it can't happen in football. So baseball, obviously, benches can clear. You might have a couple ejections. Yeah. Hockey, you get put in timeout. Right. But it's never hockey's never a full bench clearing. It's huh. like it's respectful two men are gonna duel. Yeah. I wish that that happened in football because, but it's not yeah. because it like that's when Albert Hainsworth joins the chat. Exactly, <laughs> somebody gets their
1: face. Yeah, exactly. Somebody <laughs> or somebody takes yeah. their helmet oh. off and is like using their helmet exactly. as a weapon. Oh, dude! <laughs> I mean, that's a full That's two full punches. He got it so hard. He got hit in the back of the head.
0: That's what uh, Andre said. He said, "I told Cortland, you don't want these problems." <laughs> and then he—that's exactly what he did. I mean, he, he went he and got told those him. problems. Yeah, he caught all of them. That's incredible. Um yeah, so it would be cool to see maybe some baseball. I mean what you do would be beneficial to really any job, not just for it really you know it's like, it really like you said for business, like just the sharper mind and like just to be a little bit more able to take 50 phone calls a day and yep. get all my emails done and yep. still go home and
1: yeah, because the big thing I tell people is like, you know, because everybody it's like not everybody can either A afford an IV. Or B is not in Nashville, or yeah. C has this like immense needle phobia. So there's there's all these things that are hindrances to getting IVs, right? Right. So I tell people like there there's other things you can do to be healthier. You just actually have to like do, do them. Yeah. You know? Like sleep sleep, I'm big on sleep. Like I'll talk about sleep till I'm blue in the face, but cause most of us put the grind over the recovery. You know, we're we're more about like, oh, I'm gonna stay up. You know, songwriters stay up because they're on a, on, a, on a grind till 2 a.m., but then you go to bed and your sleep's not as good because you stayed up late, but then you got to get up early for yeah. whatever else is going on. Or same thing with like a business owner stays up late working on something and has to get up at 6 a.m. Well, your your time that you're awake is becoming less and less efficient. There's so many research studies with athletes and non-athletes mm-hmm. and in you're you're slowly killing yourself by by not sleeping. Your heart mm-hmm. increase the heart disease goes up. Your diabetes risk goes up. Yeah, like
0: well, sleep apnea is. I got a good friend who has a bad case of sleep apnea. Yeah. Like also maybe just straight up. Uh, Was it narcolepsia? No, that's where he seizes out. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, when you just insomnia. Dude. Insomnia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where it's like, dangs. I know he has. He has. Blood pressure problems and all that, and yep. I know it all stems from his sleep. Yep. but he can't help it because it's an actual fucking problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, that yeah, That sucks.
0: Yeah, sleep is a sleep is a real thing. So, how many how many hours of sleep do you say you should get every night? What do they say? Six to eight.
1: It's more like eight to nine. You think so? Yeah, I, I try to get eight over. I I get over eight every night, unless there is like some reason I need to be up. I get over eight. Yeah, my goals. My goal is eight eight and a half every night. What time do you go to sleep? When I'm trying to go to sleep, ten, again. yeah, you know, the thing is, you go to bed at ten and get up about seven, six thirty seven. That's, that's mean, probably me. I that's mean, nine hours right there. Like I'm you go 11, to bed at ten, you get up at seven, six 12, Wake up at seven. I wake up with the sun pretty much every morning. Yeah,
0: and there are nights like creatively. Oh, you you have to pull late nights. Yeah, but I I totally am not like one thing I didn't like and I don't like about L A. Create in the creative space is like. A lot of these sessions don't even start till 10, Yeah, which is already midnight in Nashville. Yep. So you go out to LA, smoke all day, yep. tired as <sighs> shit, start the session at 10, go till 5 a.m., yep. get there, already waking up because... You just wake up. Like, I can't sleep yeah. late, even if I go to bed late. Because you're off. Uh, like, your time's yeah, off. Yeah, and that is dangerous. And then people just move to L.A. and get in that habit. And it's like, oh, okay, so now you're vampire.
1: So now that's what you're like, doing. Yeah.
0: Okay, so Dracula.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just another level, too. I have some friends that are out there that do music, and, and man, they can do it with the best of them. That's just tough. I I, I couldn't be up all hours of night. Like, I get so tired. Yes. Is it true uh, you can never catch up on your sleep debt, too? You can, but usually, so one one all-nighter night, like if you stayed up all night and pulled an all-nighter, it takes around 14 days to catch up from that sleep. You like Even if you're like, oh, well, I'll just sleep 10 hours. Because, like, you know, it's like the college thing. It's like what the college kids do is you party all weekend, don't really sleep, and then on Saturday you'll go to bed and you'll sleep till like noon or two in the afternoon. And you think, oh, well, I got like, Thirteen hours of sleep—you don't actually catch up. You don't catch up for like it, it's a basically around fourteen days of but you'll of never regular catch up sleep because you
0: start over. On but five, you start back on never, the next weekend. Never, never you, catch up. Exactly.
1: So really, you don't ever catch up. Yeah. Um, Sheesh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Sheesh. But when you're younger, you don't appreciate the difference in like your your cognitive sharpness or your thinking because no, you no, just, like, didn't you don't appreciate anything. You just like last ah, you just out there getting it, you know. <laughs> but no, yeah, it takes it takes a while to catch up on bad sleep. Spring is on the way, which means long days with
0: sunlight, which means more opportunities to be hanging with friends outside, doing some grilling or hanging by a fire. And if you're like me, those good times may turn a little too good, make for a rough morning. Things changed when I found goodies hangover powder can still have as much fun as I want at night with my friends, knowing that Goody's Hangover Powder has my back in the morning to get me on my feet and feel an alert. Goodies makes it super easy for me. I simply have to pour the powder in a glass of water, throw it back, and boom. Fast pain relief's on the way. Goodies has hooked all of my listeners up with a discount code that you can use on Amazon. Use one-off earnest for a discount on six packages. That's wild. Man. Yeah. the You know, think about it, dude. What did athletes do before you got here? <laughs> like well,
1: don't, it, don't, it, don't it.
0: Back. <laughs> No, but but like okay, so realistically, I mean, I know we were talking about Gronk and the comeback and stuff, but like the lifespan of an NFL athlete should or could be prolonged by the, 100%. It's just recovery matters so much, 100%. Right?
1: You see that too like early on in guys careers like young guys i mean they can sustain the hits and the workload and the volume and the 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 long days and and cuz the nfl is just different than college you know mm. it's just a different lifestyle you can eat whatever you want you can do whatever the first couple of years but all that's doing in my opinion is taking years off the back end of your career when you actually are getting big paid because the first four years of even if you're a first rounder I mean you yeah, five to six millions a lot of money but relative to that, that second next deal, deal is gonna hit different. exactly Taylor call me yeah exactly <laughs> big bag
0: you big know bag.
1: and 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 taking care of your body man it's just it when you're in the league or a professional athlete of any kind uh, you're not gonna make more money doing anything else other than playing that sport until you're out of the sport. Right. While you're playing while as an a, NFL athlete, while you're an active player, it's like LeBron or any of these guys, any of these guys. I mean, you're making you're making fifty million dollars a year. You're not making fifty million a year. Don't
0: think their brand. You think you don't think LeBron has? I guess maybe shoe deals and stuff. But,
1: uh, yeah, but yeah. fifty million dollars a year going in your pocket gotcha. from. Paycheck from the league, and once you're out of the league, you'll make more. But LeBron's also a, a bad example yeah, because yeah, right. he's, he's super. He's he's bigger than basketball, you know. Yes. But a starter in the NBA with a random name is not going to make more money doing real estate while he's in the league. Now right. he may make a lot more money with a company outside of the league after the fact, right? But you know he's not going to make more money. Later on, you yeah. know, or he, he will make more money later on. Um, But while you're in the league, you've got to protect your asset, which is your body. Yeah. That's the biggest asset you have as a professional athlete while you're playing.
0: Yeah. What is so... Speaking of Taylor, so obviously recovering from the ACL yep. surgery, what is the red infra the infrared light? Yeah, light I, I therapy see, stuff. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that. I know nothing. It looks just like a laser tag room. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I should be doing hard drugs and playing laser tag and the bright red if you don't know, if you can pull up a pic so people know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the light therapy, what's going on there?
1: Well, if you do it while taking ecstasy, it's a
0: better experience. And yeah, <laughs> <not>. just,
1: <laughs> just you just like and you like move it around, you just kinda rave in your yeah. house by yourself. Yeah, it's you your fingers and yeah <laughs> no Uh no but it's uh so basically it's photobiomodulation is like the full term but the short and simple is light therapy I like light
0: therapy easier word couldn't even begin to repeat what you just told me yeah just mumble something that's <laughs> yeah. what I just did I just said it real fast I Every
1: probably didn't was new terrific was also um, known was as light therapy, therapy. yeah <laughs> you just make up something everybody think oh the medical guy probably knows yeah yeah, yeah whatever that's he said's right but I'll go with light therapy so light therapy yeah so it, it uses near infrared light and red light which are two different spectrums of, of wavelengths of, of red light. Yeah, right? there it is. Yeah, it
0: looks like it's set up on uh, the side of a stage. It,
1: exactly. So what it's doing is basically it, there's tons of literature and how it works and, and what it's doing, but basically it increases blood flow and it increases cellular activity. So basically it heightens... Um, your body's pre-existing cells to do their job better. Try to make mm-hmm. it simple. Um, no, it's, that's a good job. You know, like, it basically makes your cells function better, speed up the speeds recovery. Speeds up recovery and it increases blood flow to that area and that's basically what it's doing. So, because you did
0: that, you were were you doing that, is that what you were doing after travel days? Like 100%.
1: I do it every morning. I do it on my balls. Yeah? Increases testosterone. You got Shout that. out Jew for increasing my you testosterone. a fucking pocket one of those well i i know i, no, have, I, need I a have pocket red light honey wh- what are you doing I'm well, I know. Doing, a, hey there's
0: throwing a little fucking slight light on my yeah, nuts what's it called a, there, light
1: therapy uh, light therapy I'm, doing I'm a nut. yeah there's a guy uh, his name's <laughs> ben greenfield he's a uh, a biohacker and he he uses a portable one made by juve as well um uh, but uh that's amazing he, we the, we every morning he video gets video up he stuff. grabs it off his thing and just lays it on and just puts it on his balls for 10 minutes every morning it it, it like the research I is want pretty to good do
0: this dude
1: yeah it, i it, look like a guy that could use some more testosterone yeah it it supposedly worked i mean the literature's there i mean i got pretty high sex drive anyway so i don't i don't know if it's making it worse or, or i'm what, down but,
0: to do anything but, but, to enhance whatever my nuts already do you hear the birds chirping that's because flowers are blooming and the grass is growing, and it's time to mow your freaking lawn, dude. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. And I'm talking about ball trimmers. That's right, ball trimmers. Spring has sprung, and Manscaped has the best tools to get you ready. I recommend their Perfect Package 3.0. The package comes with the Lawnmower 3.0, which has a ceramic blade to reduce shaving accidents. Crucial. The package also includes the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver to have you uh to have your nether region smelling and feeling so so great. And I mean great. Lastly the package comes with a travel bag and boxer briefs. You think what I'm thinking? That's right. This is the perfect package for your package. Jinx. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Not really. Um I used to nick my nuts all the time. It was really a tragedy. Y'all wouldn't believe it. It was a battle every time I tried to do some self grooming. But then Manscaped joined my team, and I win the self-grooming game every time. It's not even close. Sometimes I just walk around with the lawnmower 3.0 just for fun because I like it that much. Um, Join the other two million men who trusted Manscaped. They're here to make sure your balls are smooth and smelling nice. I like it when two other million men are in charge of my balls being smooth and nice. Don't you? After all, it's time for spring cleaning. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code EARNEST20. Hey, that's 20% off of free shipping with the code Ernest 20 Earnest20 at manscaped.com. It's spring cleaning, baby, and your balls will thank you.
1: But it but but for me, like for me, it's like trying to find alternatives because everybody wants to just take testosterone. Like that's like the big that's a big question I get, not from athletes, but from like business people right. that are mid middle-aged, you know, want to increase their testosterone. How do I increase my, my I got low T? I got my sex drives low. I did test booster my freshman year of college. Oops. Oh. N-A-I-A, while while play. playing? While playing. N-A-I-A. Shout, N-A-I-A. shout out, banned Substances.
0: N-A-I-A. DECA, dude. DECA and Testa,
1: <laughs> Testosterone. Just juice. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: I want a little swolly, swolly Fast ole- pitch
1: urn. Yeah. swole ole, ole Yeah, please. they call them yeah. <laughs> test heater urn. Yeah. Test
0: heater urn.
1: Heater. Okay. Yeah, it's a bad
0: joke. Yeah, maybe sit this next one out. <laughs>
1: Hey, about about ever coming back on this podcast, we're just gonna have you sit in the corner yeah. and watch.
0: Yeah, actually, would you come back for the next one? Sit in the corner and watch how you, it's done. Actually, we sit in the corner and face the corner and not watch <laughs> how the next one's done. <laughs> um, dude, that's so interesting to me. Recovery. There's just technology's nuts now. If you want to call it, it is technology. Yeah, science. Modern. It's science. so
1: cool, man. Like, there's so much stuff out there.
0: Do you think people are gonna be able to live like to 200 years again?
1: Uh, I think we'll make it. I think. And there's some literature in this too that that you could What's can, that? What's literature? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just there's didn't. some <laughs> words and research there there's some words that have been written on pages. Mm. That like the Bible? Uh like commandments? No, like
0: <laughs> Like Should recent with you, but tell me it's like about
1: living to 200. Yeah. I think I think you could probably live to 120, like healthily to 120. That's probably about the maximal life of your cells you know wow. there's some people that will argue you could live longer but a lot of the really good research is saying like 120 you could push to live 120 it's just the problem is is the environmental expo- like you're you're exposed to things in the environment here like even down to the water like it's so highly fluorinated like you has got tons of fluoride in the water like in tap water like there's so many things that are working against you to live that long that's why a lot of these longer living healthier lives aren't in america they're usually out of America. They're in different That's populations of people. They don't eat processed foods. They 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 hunt for their food. They're more active populations. Like they're they don't have like high occurrence of heart disease and diabetes. They they live they they live off the land. They're more of these populations that you see like tribal populations are living longer because they're and they're dying because they got eaten by something or yes. or like had like some you know they fell and they didn't have access to medical care. But yeah. they're as long as they have access to food and and like clean water, they're living longer than us. So do you like? Do you preach? Um, obviously no processed meat or foods, but like,
0: yeah. does it matter? Like, is it to each his own on like being a vegan or vegetarian or red meat? Like, what do you, what uh, do you feel about ooh. red meat diets? You eat, you eat steak. I eat steak. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. a, that's a um, slippery slope. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a, that's a, that's a tough conversation. I think I tell people that you just need to eat clean. You know, like yeah. if you want to be vegan, be vegan. You want to be vegetarian, pescatarian, carnivore. You just need to. Presbyterian, Presbyterian, Catholic, <laughs> Baptist, church whatever you're feeling, just rock it. <laughs> You know, but that's yeah, like, I got th- blah, I got him. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of the thing. You just kind of got to eat like whatever <laughs> you went there, though. <laughs> what kind <of> oh, Presbyterian, <laughs> Presbyterian, Presbyterian. Man, which one do I want to be? Dude, you go to a Presbyterian church and ask for the fish. <laughs> yeah. that's like, why, why, a Presbyterian restaurant. Why are y'all serving the- burgers here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y'all are having a cookout with burgers. Uh, that's hilarious. This is not what I signed go up to a for. Baptist
0: church. and Oh, I can't actually be here. I'm presbyterian or yeah, Pres- uh, yeah. dude bad joke cut that joke out i yeah. tried to make a joke on the fly uh i think it um, works i think it works let's see what we say here oh um who's the f- yeah was sam the first big name you worked with but that was just because you're a friend like yeah who's, outside of sam who is who did sam through sam who was your like client that leveled up who
1: man maybe uh well i got linked up with uh Kenny Chesney's manager Clint Hym oh, and yeah. I got to start working with Kenny some, oh, yeah. which was cool. Did you take an ice bath. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Those things are so cold. Those yeah. are intense. It's so healthy for you, though. They're really good for you.
0: Yeah, I mean they are. I'm but, sure they but are. But they're cold as hell. Beer is too. I thought you had a beer right there. I didn't. No, look, is it's a look? Lacroix because I believe in putting good things in my body. Let's go. <laughs> We've been talking about this. Yeah. I'm trying to live to 120 here. exactly. 100. Yeah some 69 yeah Oh, heavy um, on the 69 <laughs> or just 69
1: yeah exactly um
0: what's the probably, weird, what's the, sorry what are you going to say i was now? just
1: saying that's probably like the the next like kind of springboard person I, I got to work with i got to be careful too cuz i'm not really sure whose names i can say and not say but okay well don't say a client's
0: name on this but what's the weirdest re- request you've ever gotten um from a client
1: ooh weirdest request i'm excluded from this answer oh yeah Uh, I will probably have to edit this a little bit because I need a second to think. So we probably take some of this thanking period out. Thank on, you know, um, or do the Jeopardy music while he thanks. Oh dang, just got slayed. Yeah, great, great. So start thinking. Oh man, like most demanding, like something off the wall. Ooh, I mean, I don't really get too many weird requests, honestly. I mean, you get requests for like random, you know, random drugs. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, pain pill, like pain pills, Xanax. Got you. So, no, so nobody, nobody's asked you for an enema. <laughs> no, nobody's asked me for an enema. Damn, would you do one? <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, I'm asking. Uh, well, a,
0: a coffee enema.
1: Uh, I would tell you. I'd tell you they're good for you, but I wouldn't. Do I wouldn't. You, I wouldn't, I wouldn't provide that service for you. You do enemas? I've do done it do? with ozone gas before. I, I did it on my Instagram. I did. I put ozone up my ass one time. Like gasoline? Like ozone, like oxygen is O2. Ozone's <laughs> O no. three. I put air No oh shit. You put fucking <laughs> diesel fuel up. Let's
0: your ass? go. <laughs> now we're talking. Ah.
1: Now we're talking. That's how I work so hard. Body fueled by diesel. <laughs>
0: what are you doing? Just shooting a little gasoline at my gasoline, yeah. dude. Trying to feel something. <laughs> No, more like a cinema
1: dude yeah i don't really get many weird requests now that i think about it you know no we're we're, we're talking about enemas now do you uh, how often do you get enemas i don't really do enemas often
0: but you've had a few i've had them before yeah coffee enema i've done a coffee enema before what's that like is it a rush
1: i would get one I've you get a good it. coffee buzz off of it yeah and it detox i mean it's really good for like uh colon and, and intestinal detox it,
0: isn't it just like what just came out of me
1: yeah, and it's also like a weird, like you have to like separate from the weirdness of it because like you're putting a tube in your butt and hey, flooding we're just be in earnest and flooding coffee beans into your butt ground up. Oh, it's like can you choose? It's Americano like it's like brewed or? coffee. You can choose your coffee brand. Is I it, I do recommend is you like use nitro, a good, like
0: iced coffee, or is it, are we going for the burn? Is it little, hot? Little, we, it's kind of a warm vibe.
1: Okay, it's kind of like uh, bath water. It's kind of nice. I think I want a coffee enema dude we could definitely do that on like a segment of a pod and like put you through a coffee enema that would actually be funny I we think could just s- drop like a curtain from the waist down I would literally help you do that just for the content of how amazing that would be <laughs> we can get you all like popped in and like oh yeah I need to be popped out for that yeah you're gonna have something popping out but <laughs> don't know what that means I don't know either <laughs> <laughs> it, sound, it sounded like it went there. Well, it just didn't go well. I think, I think it did go there. Yeah, like
0: well, you to go ahead and put your name next to the guy that took it there. So,
1: Bobo <laughs> so, oh, says,
0: if you get a coffee enema, something's going to be popping
1: out, <laughs> and it's up to God to figure out what. Yeah, that's is. true. Um, <laughs> something I want to talk about at some point on the pod is, uh, and and I don't want to get into it now because it's more of a longer conversation. But I love I love to chat about microdosing. Can we talk about it right now? We can um i've talked about it on my
0: podcast early on i've talked about it on busting with the boys um i think microdosing with mushrooms is like maybe one of the best things that's Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say it's turned into like a social interaction thing yet but like mushrooms don't have the taboo stigma that come with them like they did a few years ago right 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 we're like I don't know. I just feel like there's so many people now here and in L.A. that are on the microdose thing where it's not tripping. No. And we can talk about that a little. It's not tripping at all. It's just kind of like a um, like I've said, at the end of the day, you look back and today was a better day. Yeah. You smile a little more and you worry a little less. Yeah. And if that isn't something you want to sign up for, then check yourself.
1: Yeah. I, I think that that. Mushrooms or psychedelics as an entire blanket will just throw them over all all Psychedelics, which I guess would include l s d and you know peyote and yeah. uh ayahuasca and d m t that kind of is the big blanket over all them, but mushrooms, to me being the safest, most herbal, natural way For to sure. to talk about those um, things, but you know they actually I believe they will somewhat eradicate or at least cut in half. The usage of antidepressants. Antidepressants, for like, sure. And that's the reason that you probably see the FDA and all these big, large uh, pharmaceutical governing bodies Trying pushing against on. it. Because the moment that it's completely legalized, the, the mushroom world, it will truly change the way we use um psilocybin uh yeah but it also changes the way we use antidepressants oh right because all those antidepressants come with tons of risk right yes. and mushrooms truly especially at lower levels like if you there's so much literature they're they're unbelievably safe like yes unbelievably safe yes so it's like you could choose something with basically no side effect profile mm-hmm. or you could choose a, a, a synthetic compounded medic uh, medication that that you're a guinea pig for that yeah it comes with a some and everybody responds to it differently, yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, and exactly. Ten years later, a thing might come out. They're like, hey, by the way, like you're yes. going to die in ten years because of it. Yeah, I mean, I was on antidepressants for four years and
0: maybe almost five years. And now I know that some people require to be medicated, and, yeah. that, and that's that's for real. But the transition out of antidepressants, and it was like a straight – it was cold turkey how I stopped, which was probably bad because I – Definitely withdrew coming off of antioxidants, yeah. And weed was my landing place out of that. But right. now microdosing for me, um, I can't imagine like taking a medicine pill instead of just yeah. having a little bit of a micro vibe. Cause it's if you haven't ever done it, it's tough to it's tough to explain because it's not psychedelic by any means. No. It's really just a your day's happier. Is yeah. The best way to put it. You're not, you're not necessarily geeking out, giggling no, or anything.
1: No, you're usually more focused, more locked in. At the end of the day, you're like, oh, damn, I responded to all my day's activities better than I would yes. had I not. How About not yeah, but they just have this like stigma around them that's like, ooh, that's a drug. Yes, mushrooms are illegal, so I'm not gonna sit here and be like, everybody go out and do shrooms. Yeah. Go, go find your local drug dealer to buy shrooms. But I'll tell you that as they become more readily available in the sense of becoming legal and decriminalized and allowing people to grow their own mushrooms, which right. they will, because there's just too much literature coming out right now. Man, it, it will it will reach like I used to joke that if everybody in the entire world did one big mushroom trip all at the same time, we'd eradicate a lot of the world's problems. Yeah. Because you'd eradicate the way you see each other, the way you see your fellow brother or sister, like the way you interact with people. Like yes. you could change and shape the way the way the world views itself. And a lot of that's because there's medical there, there's medical things that actually support that, right? Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of medical research that supports these things. It's not just like, Oh, I did a drug and I felt something and that's why I don't change my life. Like yeah. it's not that like, it's not all just going to Bonnaroo and doing. Shrews. Yeah. You know, I usually tell people that like, there's this thing called the default mode network that's in your brain. And it, it basically is this, uh, pathway of, uh, uh, of thought that's almost habitual thought. Mm -hmm. And there's a good documentary on it on Netflix, and it describes it as you're skiing down the mountain, right? And you keep going down the same mountain over and over again. Your regular thought is is that. Well, eventually your skis in that powder create a a lane that you're skiing in over and over again. So you're pathologically and habitually thinking the same way, the same way, the same way. And you cannot break that chain because you've created a, a neurological pathway that thinks that way income mushrooms and that's fresh snowfall so that snowfall falls down covers it and now you're skiing down a brand new set of pow pow brand new trip down the mountain exactly and now you can think outside of how you were thinking habitually like for like uh, uh, chronic disease and like people that are that are dealing with things like that or or have you know life-altering things i I don't want to say I recommend it because I probably can't say that. But man, I can it, say it it I recommend it. Yeah, it it it, it microdosing doctor, mushrooms. I, right man, here. I think it'd be so cool one day when those things are legal, man. Because I think that you're gonna really see a lot of people's uh, health needs met without taking a pill. That half the time, people that take antidepressants will tell you that shit doesn't work. It makes people and it show makes you more tired. It,
0: it, I mean, not a shut. People are you know maybe they do need their medicine, but at the same time, where it's like. I I knew I can tell a difference from me on medicine versus me off medicine for sure, and I I like me off medicine yeah. past the withdrawals better. Yeah, where I can actually feel.
1: And I think too, like with 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 antidepressants, like I, I, depression's real. It's a medical one need, one hundred percent. 100%. Yeah, but I feel like there's got to be a better option than 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 shutting down your system a little bit. You know, like mm-hmm. what's those antidepressants do? Like they're they're not that it makes somebody a shell of themselves. Because I don't want to say that, but it definitely alters who you are a little bit, you know? And, and the mind explained is what you're talking about. Is that the one? Uh, yeah, I think that actually is it. Uh, I was just reading descriptions. It talks about, uh, default mode. Yeah. There, it might be the mind explained or it's the, uh, how the mind works. I think it's the, how the mind works and it's, and it's called, and like there's an episode called psychedelics because it talks about LSD and mushrooms and or psilocybin and, and, and again, like, I don't think it's about, again, I, I don't, I think that mushrooms could be used as a medicine mm. and not as a drug, right. you know, and if we would allow them to be legalized, the amount of research and, and things that would come out, do we could do so much with that? Right. Could, but again. Big pharma is going to shut that down as long as they can. The same reason Big pharma wants to doesn't like the IV world because there's things that are treating people that aren't medications that they can make money Natural off remedies. of. exactly. IVs are the same way. Mushrooms are the same way. That's why weed got fought for so long mm-hmm. because, or it's still being fought by a lot Weird. of states. You know, yeah. because it it's taking away from the anti-inflammatory industry. You know, CBD's uptick has has been so beneficial in that. I have topical a CBD line. To- yeah, I have a yeah. topical cream and I have tinctures and stuff that I use. Um that are my companies as well. And I think there's such a benefit there, but you're always gonna be fighting against big pharma because they're making trillions of dollars off mm-hmm. these drugs and they wanna protect that. And money it, money protects you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got money like Big Pharma does, you can protect your your own interest for a long time. Yeah. Even if it's not in the best interest of the American people.
0: Yeah. Are we getting close though, you think?
1: I think mushrooms are
0: about ten years off. What about weed, like Tennessee weed? Three
1: years. Three Years for medical or medical, New York
0: just became rec, right?
1: Yeah, rec, recs here. Yeah, they did. Recs probably, I bet, recs five, five, probably five. But I think there's times I think it may be federally legal before it's legal or rec legal federally than it is in the states or than it is in Tennessee. Hey, want to build transportation, legalize weed and it'll pay for it. Man, so much tax. That's That's the other thing. You can make so much tax dollars off of it. And if you look too at the states that have made it rec, you're you're you haven't lost, like, it's not like your drug, it's like, you know, they talk about it as a gateway drug. Your your deaths of, like, heroin and stuff haven't gone up. You need to get your doctor to start ru- stop writing damn Percocets. Yes. Like, prescribe marijuana, they're not going to go do heroin. You get them addicted to Percocets, they're, what they're going to do, as soon as they can't get their Percocets off the street, they're going to start paying a lot of money for that. Next thing you know, they're buying this fentanyl-laced drug yep. or this heroin because it's what they can get. Yeah, And you got them addicted to that. Instead, you could... And then then they're
0: treated like criminals and not fucking products. And not uh, products of the system. Exactly. Exactly. It's a
1: broken system. And now it's like, you know, if you could just give somebody like you have not seen an uptick at all in the states that have been made recreational of illicit drug use or illegal illicit drug use Mm -hmm. at all. So it's like clearly what we were taught about gateway drugs is not really the case. Like marijuana is not the gateway drug. Right. if it was, California would have had a lot more heroin use, uh, crack use, right. cocaine like it would just have I mean, more it might be the gateway drug they refer to, like in
0: high school where the first thing you're gonna do that's like outside of the box is probably smoke weed. Yeah. But like in the grand scheme of how shit works, motherfuckers are smoking weed. That's not what's gonna make them go make poor decisions. Yeah. And again I might miss my eggs and
1: eat way too many brownies and forget to get the eggs yeah. from Delaney. Sorry, Delaney. <laughs> But that's it. (laughs) And Well, my big thing with it is not to say, go smoke weed and eat shrooms. My thing is just be more aware of what you're putting in your body and be cognizant of, you know, uh, there's going to be things that that eventually become legal that you shouldn't be so closed minded to solely because someone as you were growing up told you that. Because the only reason that person told you that is because they were once told that. Yeah. And who told them that? Is society who's created and cultivated this? That was when the war on drugs are the that best. When the
0: war on drugs. Yeah.
1: Was well, what's the difference in 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 a in a Percocet and a Zoloft as opposed to psilocybin and THC? Like, truly, what's the difference? Well, one's grown and is one hundred percent a naturally grown product, right. and one is synthetically made in a lab with a shitload of side effects. Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah. What, they're both drugs. If you want to call them drugs, they're both drugs, yeah. right? The, Zoloft and Percocets are no lesser drugs than marijuana and psilocybin. Right. Except both marijuana, marijuana and psilocybin right, legal carry a lot less side effect profile. Yeah. So my thing is just to tell people to be open-minded to things as they become legal because they will. Whether yeah. it's in two years or ten, things will eventually start to become more available to people legally. And and there's just too much medical research and literature that supports the benefit of those things, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's just good to know that all those teachers that told me I was gonna be
0: a nobody bum pothead. It's like, hey,
1: I'm healthy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I'm just being healthy. Hey, I've got my own podcast. So um up. no, it's yeah, I'm just gonna look at me now. Yeah, look at me now. You catch um, me on your TV. I'm I'm so glad you came on the podcast. because like, 'cause we've had some of these conversations before, but it, I think it's beneficial for my listeners to hear because you know me you know I like to have a good time but weed weed is way more than just recreational mushroom yeah. is way more than just recreational there's there's real benefits totally uh, that help me live a genuinely more joyful life yeah not just oh I'm so high right now it's yeah like, yeah I, yeah I'm able to smile a lot more and like Delaney, Delaney before she was pregnant heard Her drug of choice. She loves mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's the most empathetic human being I've ever met in my life already. Right. So it's like, we just sit there and wonder what that bunny rabbit's going through. Yeah. That's so funny. And I hope he's doing well. Exactly. I hope he's doing so well um well thanks for coming on just being earnest i'm glad we had that little conversation
1: though. oh yeah i want to talk about it too because it's something yeah. that i'm passionate about alternative medicine because it goes right in line with what my company is yeah and we don't and where we it's don't going we Absolutely. don't provide mushrooms and weed but like for me it's like it's so in line with alternative therapies like you know light therapy cryotherapy infrared sauna hyperbaric chamber ivs all this stuff that we're going to be offering here in nashville this right. summer it's like they're alternatives to what you've always been told is best for you. Yeah. Just need to think about the people that are telling you what's best for you. They, they learned it somewhere. Hmm. Where are they learning it? Where are they getting that information? And I, I just encourage everybody to like educate yourself. Yep. of have only other options that are out there. Don't just go to the doctor and let them tell you, hey, well, you need these three pills. Yeah, but, uh, why, well does that pill fix the problem or does it right. treat the symptom
0: hey if he gives you some bad news you're going to go get a second opinion so why don't you go get find a, your own second opinion on what he's yeah? come holler at Airtay here in Nashville we'll give you a second opinion you got it and that's uh, episode 20- Nine. 29 of Just Be In Earnest oh yeah let's go yes yeah,
1: sir right hand have a problem well it was like a reach okay. across the <laughs> thing <laughs> it was kind of a reach so I was like <laughs> and I was just kind of cool, like, like feeling good back here oh, so I was just man. vibing out uh, thank you guys Just be in earnest
0: Just be in earnest Just be in earnest Just be in earnest